Welcome to the Whiskey After Work podcast. This is where booze meets business. I'm Doug Shaw, owner of Peach State Business Brokers and Advisors. And I'm Melissa Hergert, owner of Brain Train Centers. We are serial entrepreneurs that love to learn from other successful professionals and love to drink whiskey. Hello, Melissa. Hello, Douglas. <laughs> it has been a long-ass time. Too long. Months. Right? But check out these digs. They're not quite done yet, but holy shit. Yeah. It's starting to feel <laughs> like a studio home. It is. What are we going to name this? Ooh. Is it going to be the Whiskey After Work Studios? Waz. Yeah. Yeah. Whiskey After Work Studios. Why W-A-W-S. not? W-A-W-S. Was. Was. Yeah. Was. Yeah. Okay. Then that's it. That was Coming easy. to you live <laughs> and recorded <laughs> from the Whiskey After Work Studios on beautiful Whitlock Avenue in Marietta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are so it's such a natural. <laughs> natural nerd. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, and we are wigging this shit today. <laughs> So, um, truth be told, we got a friend in town. Yeah, I get a phone call last night from Melissa, who's been avoiding me like the plague for yes. like all week, for like months. And um, she's like, "Hey, did you know that David Boswell was flying in?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Well, we talked about he was coming at some point, but I said, when's he getting here? Tonight." <laughs> <laughs> Come out with us. <laughs> we need, yeah, come out with us. Uh, and what did I tell you? Why could I not come out with you? You were at a whiskey tasting. I was at a whiskey tasting and I was already not in any shape to be driving to Marietta. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So we were going to, hey, let's do, let's do a, uh, let's, let's do a podcast in the new studios that we weren't quite finished with yet. So, yeah. If David Boswell wanted to be on our podcast, he had to come over here and work for an hour to yeah. help me put, yeah. it, put yeah. it together. Put yeah. it all together. But I'm pretty excited because, man, this place is... It's cool. I like it. Um, David is sitting on our newest edition, uh, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> <laughs> now you got to tell the story. <laughs> so as we've been trying to put all the stuff together for this, and bear with us today as we try to get used to the microphones where they're at, and this is a whole new setup with this living room style studio but um we've been looking for used furniture and everything else and we had a couch that Kristen had got us but it was a little bit too big after we got the red chairs and so i started looking for a love seat and found this love seat on facebook marketplace i get a hold of this guy and he's like yeah it's like new there's pictures of it on on facebook marketplace and he's like it's like new <laughs> and i'm like all right i'm i'm headed out there he was so excited he's like man i've had people talking to me and nobody ever shows up i'm mm-hmm. really glad you're following through Well, then the guy is running late, and then he had to go to church. And so I ended up sitting out at Three Strands Vineyard because it was down the road from there. Mm. Well, then I started eating and drinking and hanging out with Jason. And then I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'll just go tell the guy to put it on his front porch, and I'll go pick it up. Mm. So I get over there. The guy texts me. He says, I'm in church, but I can text you. And I get there, and it's sitting out in front of the house, and there's no legs on it. (laughs) <laughs> and in the picture on Facebook Marketplace, there was legs on it. So I texted him. I'm like, what the hell? Where's the legs? Are they laying around here somewhere? He goes, oh, one of them cracked, so I just took all of them off. But, you know, you can get those cheap on Amazon. And I'm like, dude, like new does not mean no legs. Right. Well, like. Yeah. Like. Like new. Not so, quite. Yeah. Not you know. If it was exactly new. 
It would have had legs. But. Yes. Okay. Exactly. So, um, so I get pretty pissed, but I text him and I'm like, I, I, I said, how do you want me to pay you? And he's like, oh, I take cash app. I can take, you know, Venmo, whatever. And I pull up my cash app and I'm like, oh man, there's 90 bucks in there. And I don't know where it came from because I never use cash app. Nice. So I texted him back and said, I'm only going to give you $90. <laughs> and he said okay so i took it nice i get it home and, and had to take it and put it in the storage unit and all that but um uh we have a roommate right now my wife's cousin lives with us and she's actually moving out next week but she was laughing and i go what she goes you gotta name that thing lieutenant dan because it ain't got no legs <laughs> <laughs> and so i got my legs Right, I got the legs from Amazon. I got them in. Mm -hmm. I put them on today. I bring it in here. Dave's helped me unload it, and he says, "Lieutenant Dan, mm -hmm. you got legs." You got legs. <laughs> so long story, but worth it. Yeah, perfect yeah. little perfect. Yeah. So Lieutenant seat. Dan is our is our guest seat, and mm -hmm. uh, you get to sit on Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love it. You want to be on this show? Yeah. So. Um, Let's get to who's sitting in the middle here. Uh, yeah. This strange, very skinny black guy in cowboy boots. <laughs> I know. Why is he wearing those cowboy boots? Because. <laughs> Both of you. Yes. Because that's Freak what you wear out. when you're real. Yeah. When you're a real what? Texan. Dumbass? <laughs> uh, real Texan. That's right. I'm, oh, not okay, even Texan. A, I'm not even a Texan, but I live in Dallas, Georgia. It's close enough. It's not, close enough. It's not anywhere near. <laughs> <laughs> It's just borrowing a name. So, yeah. David Boswell Blackman. What other names have you gone by? You got. Like, I can't tell you aliases. all the aliases. Not yet. Yeah. As soon, no. as, as soon as someone notices me under an alias, I have to change it. Yeah. <laughs> so, who are you? I, I don't know. Who am I? Hmm. Um, I don't know. How did, how did I, I met you? Yeah. Yeah. Guess yeah. we could talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm a lot of things. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, where are but, you from to start with? Tell us a little uh, bit about your background. We'll get to who you are. Well, mm, I've lived a few different lives. So um, Austin, Texas, and have never left mm. and don't have a desire to. So, you know, when you're born and raised in Texas, you don't leave. Well, some people do, and they're just disowned at that, that time. But, <laughs> but, uh, but I, like it. I like Atlanta. I like, I like Georgia. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I always tell everybody if I... If I had to choose a second home, if I was kicked out of Texas, it would be. And that's home. a possibility. It that is. shit could happen. For sure. I've been kicked out of Texas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Many yeah. times. Many yeah. times. There's, yeah. there's some rules that uh, haven't been fractured. So mm. <laughs> So you were born there? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and you know, if you're in Austin and uh, you state that you were born and raised there now, it's rare. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. mm -hmm. used to, you know, everybody, yeah, well, where'd you go to high school and this and that? And everybody had a background. But now... No, it's not. It's not like that. There's a little podcast that's out of Austin, Texas. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Just a little one. Yeah, just yeah. a little one. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I'd like to be on that one one day, but I don't think I got three hours worth of anything to talk about with Shoot. Joe Rogan. Well, I know. Mm -hmm. I would like to be on that one. That'd as be amazing. Fact. Yeah, it's, um, I think that he uh, creates the content, and you just you just sit there and follow. Well, he's so, not that great of an interviewer, but he just lets, he just lets uh, you know, he lets you talk and and i think they get in the first hour they get everything all the fluff out of the way right mm -hmm. and then and then they get into the deep shit mm -hmm. i just listened to the one with david chang the um the chef the tv chef yeah mm. yeah the korean guy man he's so interesting anyhow but i couldn't quit listening mm. and for once rogan 
you know, shut his mouth. Or no, I'm sorry, it wasn't Rogan that did. It was uh, um, Steve Rinella from Meat Eater did the one, the one with David Chang this time. I take it back. That's why he could talk because it was Rinella. Well, I mean, he has some great guests on there. So if he, he just does. lets the podcast carry, the, you know, the guest that he brings on, he'd be he'd be fine. Yeah, you know, he didn't have to worry about talking too much. But some people like to hear themselves talk. So, so, mm-hmm. so uh, you got a family? Uh, I do, <laughs> like like a lot of different people. So yeah, I do have family, uh, a wife, a couple of kids. Uh, I love my kiddos; they're little mini me's. Yes, they um, are. Uh, one of them, oh, you know, hangs hangs on to me. The other one, uh, I'm like a repellent, and uh, you know, it's the opposite attract thing. So mm-hmm. the one that's more like my wife, you know, he he'll hang on to me. The one that is more like me doesn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and vice versa that's what it is so sometimes it's like look you know what uh, i'm leaving town and he's like we'll see you when you get back mm-hmm. you know so i got a colorful family so mm-hmm. cannot complain good family they're great i yeah. think his wife's not sleeping off uh your evening Our late out. night yeah, yeah i mean it's, it's expected you go anywhere with melissa <laughs> you know your red bull <laughs> advil Lots of water. <laughs> Not until the next day. Bring your good time. Bring your yeah. time. Well, I know how I met you because I met you with Melissa. That's right. How did you meet Melissa? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's all through business networking. So, you know, um, Melissa knows everybody. And, yeah. you know, you don't come across a lot of people that know everybody. And then you self-proclaim know everybody. <laughs> so it's like, God, oh, I know more people than you, you know. But anyway, she mm-hmm. connected me with a lot of, a lot of, a lot of great people, and we were in a different organization where we had a healthy competition going, uh-huh. and the growth of yes. our areas, and we were all our connectors were getting together, and, mm-hmm. and we judged the success by numbers, you know, at that time. Yeah. And uh, uh, Melissa came in, and she was the next new hot shot, <laughs> and we made a, Duh. we made a. Uh, it was a competition. I don't know. It was. David was the like only nice partner to me. <laughs> Everyone she, else hated me. I was. I wasn't threatened by her. You just didn't know her long enough. Well, that's yeah. all. You know, I had to get uh, yeah. to know her a little bit. And, yeah. You know, and I had to figure out whether she was going to hate me or not too. So no. But uh, we had a, a healthy competition. I yeah. Think. I don't know how. I don't know which one of us said something. Probably me. I'm yeah. always trying to compete with people. And, so, somehow this competition got started. It was a deadline of how much growth we could have and, and everything. And, uh, and uh, you know, I, I think I started the competition. I told her that I was going to beat her. Mm-hmm, probably. And then she told me, no, that's not going to it's not going to happen. And I told her, listen, if you beat me, I'll take you out to a steak dinner. I'm pretty sure I beat him, and I still and haven't no, got wait, my wait, steak wait, dinner. Wait, 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 nope, nope. Here we go. She did not. Here we go. I'm so, pretty sure I did. <laughs> so she... <laughs> sent me either a text message or it was in an email and it was had other people on there and it said david's buying me a steak dinner on such and such a day and i was like the hell i am you know this competition isn't over (laughs) i think there was like one day left probably no it was a it was a very couple hours left it was a very tight competition and on the day of the deadline she had me by like four people and uh, I was not going to let that happen, man. I was, I was all over the phone. He probably made up. Yeah, <laughs> she's like she swears. He so. probably made up people and then signed, paid for fake people can to I, sign up. Can I ask a question? 
did you have to buy the steak dinner? No, that wasn't the deal. No, it worked. No, it wasn't the deal. <laughs> but, so she was, at the, the day and we were in Dallas at a conference, and she's sitting there at the bar thinking that she's won this thing. And oh, I, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, she remembers it now. And so I walked up behind her, and I'm like, hey. And uh, she says, hey. Hey, so I won. I was like, hmm. Have you, looked, have you seen the leaderboard? And she looked it up, and I beat her by one. one. It's because he made up the one. fake person. She swears I like signed my mom. Yeah, <laughs> I guarantee. See, he just told on himself. No, no. I know. Was it was it George Ask P? Mom, was it George mom. P. Burdell? <laughs> it was a you. real person. Yeah, I'd in your head, yeah. one of your personalities. So I never. Yeah, one of my aliases. So yeah, exactly. But I never got my steak dinner. Maybe I'll. Get that it. wasn't the deal. I didn't offer to buy you. Maybe one. I'll get my steak dinner tonight. Nope. <laughs> Go to Terry Abrahams and get it. <laughs> so no, but it's all it's been it's been fun, you know. Yeah, uh, you meet people through uh, different avenues, and the the growth is there. So, um, and then you know, <laughs> I met you through her, where she tried to throw vodka down my throat until we got to <laughs> mm-hmm. until we got to the whiskey tasting, mm-hmm. and then we had all the stuff in common with the with the whiskey, and uh, diff- I mean. I don't think I've met a lot of people uh, like you, Doug, that I, I will sit and talk about whiskey and, and they know, you know, what e- they're even saying more oh, than me. I, I remember distinctly when I met you yeah. and I, because we started talking and I'm like, here's this guy and he's in cowboy boots and he's talking about <laughs> whiskey and, uh, and he's with that wacko lady. He was with, yeah, he was with Melissa and her, yeah. it was the ducklings <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> But it was like okay, found another spirit animal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was my feeling. yeah that was my yeah. feeling on it. Yeah, and and she had told me you got to meet Doug. You no, I hadn't Doug. met him in no, person. Not at that point. And, huh? I hadn't met Doug in person. No, but you did, no, you told me I had to go to the whiskey taste. Yeah, that's what it was. I had heard about yeah. the whiskey, yeah. but I had never met uh, Doug in person yeah. yet. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, then she does things on accident. Yep. That yeah. Means something. Yeah. So yeah, so the, the, going to the whiskey tasting. So she didn't tell me about the whiskey tasting last night. I didn't know it was at his friend's was. house. They do it what every every. We do week? almost every Thursday night. We did a um, through the course of this summer, and that of course we've had some bye weeks and that, but we had a twelve uh, week whiskey tasting, and so it's been the regular season, and uh, each tasting has had a um, theme, and last night was the twelfth and final tasting before the playoffs, mm. and uh, last night was. Um, was cask or barrel finish cool all bourbon all bourbons this go around so you know last night we had um we had isaac bowman port finish we had uh angels envy port Mm. finish Mm. we had some of that today we had uh el jefe uh short barrels mezcal finish oh oh really yeah we had uh barrel bourbon you know just barrel yeah and it was a weird one it was like port rum and um one other one it was like port rum and sherry or port anyhow it was crazy it was 123 proof it was hot on the end and then we had another one that um i don't remember what the name of it was and i would remember what the name of it was if it was any good but it was fido's ass nobody finished it oh yeah um so i brought isaac bowman last night and that's a great bottle 40 bucks it won. Really? So, yeah. 
So we've had we've had one week was flavored whiskey. My my bourbon won that week. Mm. Um, what did you bring that week? Uh, William Wolf. It's a it's a, a a bourbon. It's a Kentucky straight bourbon that gets sent over to the Netherlands, and they um or not the Netherlands. I think it's Belgium, and they finish it over there as pecan. Oh, yeah, yum. it's really good. Hmm. Um, that one won, but we've had. Uh, we did a Weller tasting. We did uh, antique, foolproof, um, reserve, and 12-year. And antique blew it away. I think to this point of all 12 weeks of different tastings at Weller Antique, which, as you know, is one of my favorites. That's my, I always have that at the house open. Hell, there's always a flask in my truck for emergencies. And uh, <laughs> I... <laughs> Who doesn't have Smart. a flask in their truck? Well, oh, I have two. I have Weller Antique for people I like, and I have Buffalo Trace for people. I'm, I'm not going to give you anything if I don't like you, but yeah. I have Buffalo Trace for people who wouldn't appreciate Weller. There's Man, there is something that uh, I'll have to get it to you, Doug. I tried to post it and, and tag you on it, but uh, it was rules of drinking bourbon with me. Mm. And it was, it was like 12 rules. Mm-hmm. But one of the first couple of rules is exactly what he said. I'm not going to open a good bottle of bourbon unless I like you. And you, he know you will rep- uh, appreciate it. Well, oh. then it also said that uh, if you're drinking bourbon with me and you don't like the bourbon, I probably don't like you either. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. So, I mean, we're, we're, we're going in the playoffs. Now. We're taking a bye this coming week. And then the following week, we're... Um, we go in and we're pulling, um, we're doing three weeks in a row of, of four of the winners. Um, don't know how it happened, but uh, Woodford Reserve Double Oak got entered in two categories and won both of them. Mm-hmm. That's, that shit's good. $50 bourbon. It's really good. But um, So you go we'll have three weeks where we have four bottles each week, and then we'll take the, those three winners and we'll have a fourth week, and that'll be the championship and and be done but it's been it's been fun and i think the biggest thing we've learned is um the cost of the bourbon does not correlate to if it's the best bourbon or not. yeah that's what i was going to ask you because you you do the themes and you got the categories is there a price limit on the bottle you bring no one week we did a 25 and under tasting mm. and um <laughs> one of my favorite cheap bourbons that you can only get in kentucky which is a um a hundred proof very old Barton. It came in second. It's twelve dollars a bottle. Hmm. Um, that week, I can't. That's I can't cheap. remember which. I need to know the name of that. Bottle. Yeah. Oh, it's very old. What the twelve? It's very old Barton. It's very old Barton, and it used to be called Bottom Bond. Now it's just hundred proof. Hmm. You can only get it in Kentucky, and it's like I said, it's twelve, thirteen dollars a bottle. Darn. Dang. I can't remember what won that week, but it was. It was. It was like a bullet. Or something like that. That was it. Wasn't an expensive bourbon. Hmm. Um, of course, it was under twenty five bucks. But anyhow, so it, it's it's been fun. We've we've learned a lot, <clears throat> a, a lot of preconceived notions too. I mean, when we did the Weller tasting, uh, the Weller twelve was second to last, and it wasn't by much. Hmm. And that's a bottle everybody hunts down. And uh, yeah, it's it's been fun. It's been it's I've learned for a guy who's been tasting whiskey and that for a long time i've learned a lot just by being with a bunch of friends who aren't you know who aren't like 
snobby whiskey people because a lot of times when I go to these tastings, these people are like, you know, pinky in the air and, mm-hmm. and everything's got to be just so and it's got to be some fancy expensive whiskey and these guys were just a bunch of good old boys that wanted to get together on Thursday nights and watch football or baseball or whatever it was on and mm-hmm. oh my God, we watched a Braves game last night. I, I just drank that much more. <laughs> um, um, since we're talking about it, maybe we should just go ahead and pour... You didn't let me say it. Oh, say what? Are you going to skin that smoke wagon? <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. Just skin that smoke wagon. Just sit there and breathe. Let's, let's the do it, and then bleep. we could talk. What'd you All bring? Right. So I wanted to bring something that neither Doug and I... Have Have you had smoke wagon? No, I have not. All right, see? I wanted to bring something that neither Doug or I had because... You, you know, both. Some of my favorites, he thinks, taste like yes, like a battery alkaline. Type, yes. You know. Well, now, let's be in full disclosure. <laughs> not your favorite bourbons, your favorite scotch. Scotch, yes. Yeah. Because Absolutely. you yeah. are a peat yeah. sucking, <laughs> burnt, smoked Yuck. out, grassy. <laughs> you like those? He, yeah. If the 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 more it tastes like it's been soaking in dirt all day, the more oh, he no. wants it. To Yuck. me, to me, it's a smoky. It's a very deep smoky. It's smoky. It's, it's scotch. You know, Ugh, it's I don't cat. like it. So anyway, so yeah. we, we disagree on those. But, yeah. But I I would still drink it with him just because he was there. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you know, grimace so, and all kinds of stuff. But anyway, so this is uh, and I've never had it. I've I've passed by it several times. But it's smoke wagon, okay? So this is a small batch, you know. Um, Let's see this bottle. I'm going to read a little bit It's a here. cool bottle. The first thing that's going to stand out to you is Las Vegas. What? <laughs> Las Vegas? Yeah, so the distillery, I suppose, is in Las Vegas. Yeah, H&C Distilling Company. Strange. Nevada. I don't, I don't think I've seen a lot of bottles where, you know, distilled in Las Vegas. Straight bourbon whiskey, small batch. This is 100 proof. This is their regular smoke wagon there's a bunch of different ones high rye so it's supposed to you know there's caramel and and some vanilla in there and you know and it obviously has like a smoky taste to it so we'll see Mm -hmm. because i never mind the the smoky taste well bourbon in general is always in a charred barrel anyway well i know but they emphasize that Mm. i'm gonna read what it says on the back yeah go ahead our high rye content bourbon is aged in the heart of a century-old brick warehouse. Barrels are hand-selected to create a perfect blend that is smooth, delicate, and at the same time bold and intense. This unique complexity is achieved by combining multiple vintages of the same mash bill. Distilled in Indiana. Mm. They are finishing MGP juice. <laughs> a lot of people do. That's how a lot of people get into the bourbon business. Mm. They buy their buy their white whiskey from somebody else mm. and then finish it or buy their bourbon already aged enough to be called a bourbon and then finish it in something else. So mm. the one thing that Your Honor, Your Honor. The one thing that I thought about well, that I saw <clears throat> that I've been told about it and I have here. You I don't you pour it. No, I'm not I've got to stay near my mic. I okay. Can you hear me? No, no. Stay okay, by good. the mic. I gotta stay near the mic. So one thing that I did uh, hear about it is that it's the cheap man's pappies. Everybody says that shit. <laughs> it's the one thing I've heard about that constantly. Oh, it's cheap man's pappies. And I, uh, when I actually I actually looked here, it up, and it actually it said it. Oh, you can hand the bottle. We'll pour them okay. over here. 
it's supposed to be famous for it. And so I'm like, yeah, okay. Mm. Uh, here, I can pull oh. You want that or the... Oh, no, I do want that. He wants, he wants to use those. Oh, okay. That one's for you to keep. I know, that's what I'm, I'm yeah. taking. I'm taking that one. If I can not pour this on myself. There we go. You go pour mine too while you're at <laughs> I got a boom in my way. I got it. There we go. Now you can pour yours. I should have put more in that other one than if I knew it was going to go to him. <laughs> right. All right. Oh, what by the way, that? we have these wheel sniffers. The, the, they're tasting wheels. Sniffer wheels. Sniffer wheels. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so when we taste it, we find some of the description Ooh, words. There's a lot of alcohol in that. Oh. So, okay. Did you get it a taste? No, I'm smelling it right what, now. What was the proof on there? 100. Oh, it shouldn't be bad. Oh, boy, yeah. Hmm. Okay, Cheers. Oh that yeah, burns. That's that high rye. Oh boy, that is a high rye. That's pretty good. It is good. Burn Ooh yeah, but boy, it burns on the front yeah. and that, the back, at the back end, and all the way down. Yeah, on the back end. I feel like sure. on the front it burned the most. Oh no, so it's a little hot. So you're definitely, as you look at this, start looking in the orange wheel. Melissa, I would think that most of the things you're going to find are going to be in the orange. Clove. And a little bit of the gold. Yeah. A little clove. Mm-mm. It's what? so spicy at the front. And what's the very thing toward the bullseye of that and the orange? Spice. Spice. Oh, I literally just said that. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of anus. Yeah. I mean, anus. <laughs> Anise. Anise. Out. I this, would, I it's not bad. It's, it's got some characteristics of that no, sweet there. No, it, it does. does. It does. I'm, and yeah. I'm tasting I more agree. of the sweet now. Almost in the, caramel. In the, after, yeah. in the aftertaste. And I don't know if I've ever had a bourbon that's had that sweet yeah. sweetness to it I think afterwards. I, that's usually a forward flavor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I caught it a little bit in the middle. After you get over that first, that first kick. What are you tasting? Yeah. Caramel? Yeah, a little bit of that caramel and vanilla that they mm-hmm. said would be there. Yeah. I like it after. The second sip is not as hot as the first. Yeah. It's not bad. Darn. I don't, right. I don't get the pappy, but that's pretty damn good. Well, you, you know, you, you're right where everybody tries to claim that fame. Mm-hmm. Cheap man's pappy. Yeah, but the new pappy sucks anyway. I it's just added. okay at best. Um What's this run a bottle? Hmm? How much is this a bottle? 60 bucks. Hmm. Not horrible. Yeah. Hmm. Pretty damn good. Yeah. I'd buy it again, I think. Yeah, would you? This was yeah. all the hype for a while, too. You couldn't find it. People were paying top dollar for it. Now you can you can go to any liquor store now and find it. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of different variations, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, I saw that. Hmm. I like it. Would you mix it with something? Never. Nope. Oh. A drop of water. Oh, yeah, maybe an ice cube. Maybe one ice cube. Yeah, yeah, but no, this is not a this is not a cutter right here. Yeah, this okay. is you know this would be like a whiskey salad with maybe one uh, one ice crouton. <laughs> okay, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about whiskey salad? That's weird. <laughs> yeah. 
That was pretty clever, Doug. No, it wasn't. I, was, I heard somebody else. Oh. It really wasn't my whole mind. Oh, good. Okay. If I did anything, I, didn't think I might do an old-fashioned with it. Yeah. That I was ri- just oh, thinking. The rye. Could you do yeah. an old-fashioned? An old-fashioned, yeah. maybe even a Manhattan, man, with, with a high rye right, and that. so you mm-hmm. take it back. You can mix it with something. No, oh, yeah. that is not the same thing. Oh, if you dump a bunch of Coca-Cola in here. Ew, no. Yeah, no. I, yuck. Yeah, you're going to have people after you. Yeah, that'd you be know. gross. There's, there's that's, some, that'd be fist, fisticuffs. Yeah, that's some unwritten rules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I like this a whole lot better now. Yeah, we probably ought to talk about what you actually yeah, do. Yeah, tell us more. Uh, oh, me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> Lived a, like I said, I lived a couple of lives. So, you know, um, early on, you know, I was a paramedic for years. And I can go on and on about that. But, you know, I did that for many years. And uh, uh, I saw uh, a whole lot more than, you know, anybody uh, aims to see in a short period of time. Mm. But it was rewarding. It was it was fun. It was disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and there's a lot that's uh, engraved in my brain that, uh, you know, it's just going to be there forever. But mm. I enjoyed that. I really did. There's a burnout. Uh, I did not burn out. I left in my peak. Um, and uh, I didn't want long hours anymore. And I didn't yeah. want to ask off for holidays and, and all the mess. And so I uh, knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. So uh, I had to think that over, you know, what exactly. And I had plenty of time uh, to think about that. But um like any smart person looking to go and, and be an entrepreneur, I decided to dip into real estate. And I say that any smart person, <laughs> now that I'm in it for almost 20 years, <laughs> and I could go back and talk to my younger self, I would have taught myself out of that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know. What kind of real estate? Well, I, I specialize in property management. Oh, fuck. So, so. <laughs> Yeah, sounds horrible. Absolutely, would have went back and taught myself out of that one. Mm. Now but, I know why you have aliases. Yeah, well, yeah. The, well see, that's People no joke. Get ugly. That about is property no joke. Yeah, okay, man. tell us one of the worst stories uh, of what property management. Yeah. Oh man, so many come to mind. <laughs> uh, well, actually, uh, we, we did uh, evict a, a gentleman, and uh, he turned out to be uh, very high up in the banditos. Oh Lord, and. Mm. Uh, uh, you didn't. know who the banditos are. No. You being from San Diego, you don't know who the banditos are. I know are. who the. You don't know. What the are they called? The Thirteens. Oh yeah, MS Thirteen. Yeah. No, the banditos yeah. are are a one percenter motorcycle gang, and they are oh. bad. Who's yeah. it? Yeah, oh. The Mayans and the banditos, yeah. and they're oh, all over. I've Texas. heard the Mayans. Yeah, they're yeah. they're so, at each other all the time in Texas. Oh gosh. Yeah. So what happened? Uh, well, I evicted him. Yeah. Did he come after you? Uh, well, he uh, threatened to come after me, Yikes. Uh, and uh, I mean, he made several, several threats that felt really real. Oh, uh, he did uh, text me. Like nobody had my my direct cell phone number, but he did text me my home address, and uh, oh, and uh, he uh, sent me a picture of uh, my nephew in school, <gasps> and he sent me uh, information. He knew where my kids went to school. No. And uh, he said he was going to show up at my house, and it would be a shame if you went to go pick up your child and he wasn't in school. And, oh, my God. You know, all, all the threats. All the threats. That's scary. And so uh, um, I made a lot of changes. Uh, because of that, and you know, and the police don't care if you're threatened. They don't care if somebody carried it out. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, how do you now? Uh, that being said, <laughs> kind of ties in. When I was a medic, it was a really bad uh, motorcycle accident, mm. and it was Bandito. No, and uh, he had the vest on and everything, and I knew, you know, and uh, he that guy, he was laying. I thought when we rolled up, I thought he was. I thought he was just dead. He was laying really still, and I walked up to him and I asked him, you know, if he was okay to see if I could get a response out of him. And he opens his eyes and he says, "Yeah, I'm fine." And I'm like, "Okay, well, you're just laying here." And he says, "Well, that's what we were taught to do. You know, just lay here. You know, you can't just get up. Something might be wrong." And they said, "Just lay here still until somebody comes to to help you." And I'm like, "Well, I don't know who taught you that, but." <laughs> It wasn't the worst <laughs> advice, you know, <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, he had some injuries and so, and I traded him and, and he told me, man, look, you know, you keep my name and number mm-hmm. and if you ever need anything at all, anything, you give me a call. I feel like you saved my life. I didn't mm-hmm. save his life, but you know, he felt grateful. And so, uh, well, I found that name and number <laughs> and I let him know what happened. You know, I said, great respect. I mean, you might know this guy, and, you know, he might be high up or, or what, but this is what's happened. And, and he says, okay, it's, it's done. Don't worry about it. Mm. And he says, forget it. You know, you have nothing, nothing, nothing to fear. And I was like, okay. And he called me back and he says, yeah, you, you good? You okay? I said, yeah, I'm fine. And he says, it's, it's taken care of. And I said, all right, well, I mean, what happened? What'd you do? No, nah, man, it's taken care of. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was the end of that, you know. Nice. The guy stopped threatening you. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. I never heard from him again. Good. And uh, I won't rent to any more banditos. <laughs> right. you, know, you know, unless it's a favor, I got to pay back. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah, there's, I mean, there's always the, the, the stories where people move out and leave a place just horrified. David also, did he mention... He just sometimes goes on motorcycle rides now and he rides bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to pay back some favors, man. Uh-huh. I'm not, not going to tell you what I had to do after I made that phone call. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's always the usual stories of people vandalizing houses and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Uh, there was animals in a house, some pigs. And they had to be evicted. There was a car engine in uh, in front of it. And these are, look, I should mention, these are not properties that I already managed. (laughs) These were takeovers, Mm. you know, stuff like that. You know, there's, there's always a story. There's Mm -hmm. always a story, but um, you know, what's what's the craziest shit you found in the house? Hmm. Well, it depends on what I can say on your Uh, podcast. You can say anything (laughs) on our podcast. Okay, hold on, hold on. So now would be a good time to remind you (laughs) that the opinions and things that are said on this podcast are the opinions and the things that come out of the mouths of the people who say them and nobody else. None Mm -hmm. of our sponsors, which we haven't really talked about yet either today. So if you say something, you hear something, you don't like it, it was the person that said it. Also, if you hear something and you don't like it, don't bitch to me. Mm-hmm. Go listen to a different podcast. Go listen to a different podcast. Yeah. Because the, the one thing I said about this from the beginning, and Kristen and I have had this conversation, is that um, we're not going to conform to anybody else's standards. We're going to have guests that are interesting. Mm-hmm. And we're going to 
have, have real fun. conversations and we're going to have fun and they're going to be beneficial conversations, but you're going to hear some shit. You, you know, this isn't soft. Okay. We don't judge. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> this, There's this no definitely, judgment. this definitely has the, has the, um, profanity rating for a reason. So yeah. Fire the fuck away. <laughs> <laughs> With all that said. Well, I mean, it's, it's simple. It. So just, this is the deal. If you, <laughs> I don't know. And people might hear it and be like, wow, man, that is true. Depends on who's in property management, who has that knowledge. And anyway, so anytime I find and I find it and maybe I don't know, uh, maybe it's the people I'm renting to. But if I have to evict somebody nine times out of 10, maybe 10 out of 10, I don't you know. And if they leave and they leave belongings behind, you're going to find a dildo. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna find one right where That's you can so strange. where you can turn it on or if it's colorful and try to remember this running, melissa you know anything is a dildo if you have an imagination oh wow. my god <laughs> wow no you got a hell of an imagination absolutely not i don't know what's in your house no, sir. <laughs> that is not a dildo sir no sir <laughs> it looks like a dick but it is it's not, not a dildo. it's a zucchini but, leave it alone <laughs> She spends a lot of time in produce. <laughs> so, so I mean, I mean, and I challenge. I'm like, look, we're cleaning this out. It, it might be a rid of possession. It might be a total trash out or something like mm-hmm. that. There is a dildo in the house. Somewhere. That is so strange. So I would, I would, I would tell everybody, find a dildo. They'll find it. There's going to be a dildo. And so dildos. Um, how many times can I say dildo? So dildos. <laughs> I'm counting. Porn. There's always porn. And people will leave their crosses and their Bibles behind. Oh. Now, I always find the crosses and the Bibles, and I'm like, dildos. Next to it is the dildo. <laughs> That's right. You know, what, what, is, what, was, <laughs> what was in this book that got you to go buy 100 dildos? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> How many Bibles did we find? Oh, we found three Bibles? Uh-huh. Five dildos. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know. That's the weirdest thing. So strange. And I'm like, oh my God. We, and we do inspections. So if we go into a house, I'm like, we're going to renew you. We're going to raise yep. your room. We're going to make sure you're still credit worthy. You know, all the, all the things. But we're going to make sure you're not tearing up the house when we do inspections. And uh, I remember I went into a house and this girl was there. And uh, the house was, was fine. I walked in and, and uh, I was like, hey, do you mind if I go in this room? Because somebody might be sleeping. Naked, you don't know. You don't want to walk yeah. into some of this stuff. And uh, I walked in in this one room, and it was almost empty. And I'm looking. I'm like, there's not a bed in here. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. And um, and I know their background. I know, I know what they do, you know. Uh. And so I was like, hmm. And I look in the closet, and there was a fold-out massage table then because she was a masseuse. So I'm like, okay, all right. So this must be the room that she'll bring her clients in, fold the yeah. table up and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay. So I'm closing the closet and, I'm like, and I open it back up. And there's whips and chains and there's some leather stuff. And, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, Multi-purpose room. I'm almost done. So, she was more than a masseuse. Well, mm-hmm. I didn't know what she was massaging in that room, but mm-hmm. I had a feeling I knew. And so then I'm walking and I have somebody else with me. One of my employees is with me. And she doesn't see a thing. And I'm like, you didn't see all those things? No, no. And so uh, 
she says, oh, well, you didn't, you didn't see this room. And I'm like, I didn't want to see that room, mm-hmm. you know? So I go in and it's, it's the master bedroom. So I look in there and I look briefly into the, to the, uh, uh, the, we can't say master bedroom anymore. You know that we'll, we'll leave that alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the, uh, whatever. And, uh, go into the bathroom and, uh, uh, one of her drawers is wide open to, you know, where makeup, what was makeup in there. And there was a dildo <laughs> in there. And, and I look and I'm like, did you want me to see the dildo? Right. Like, why leave that did you drawer want, open? That one drawer is open. Did you want me to see that dildo? Um. You know? And I didn't say anything out loud. I tried not to make a face. I'm sure I was like, but I didn't make a face. And I look up at her and she's looking at me and she kind of just looks down at the end. I'm like, we're done here. Oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah. I'm still raising your rent. <laughs> so it was a yeah. giant ploy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and one of my one of my guys was like, man, why do we find a dildo in all these houses? And I'm like, you believe the size of these suckers? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good lord. So, yeah. his other business is a used sex toy store. Oh <laughs> no! Yes, yes. Uh-uh. You, you see, these dildos are never by like yeah. a bottle of alcohol, rubbing alcohol, or some mm-hmm. hand sanitizer or something. You mm-hmm. know, so you know. Yeah. Anyway. So with the things you find in the industry, said David's house yeah. of used dildos. <laughs> Yuck! Just give him a give him away as a corporate presence. <laughs> you have a dildo coming your way, Melissa. No, thank you, sir. <laughs> At any rate, anyway. So oh, so there's that, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, what were we talking about besides dildos? Oh yeah. Or just kind of what well, you did what for you a living, do. but you went right anybody, down that rabbit Anybody keep in count? No, so, yeah, no. Uh, Hopefully. Well, and I had a, a limousine company for a little while. Yeah, so that you did. Was, that was fun. Uh, met a few celebrities, and and uh, you know some some of these celebrities are really nice, humble people, and and some of them uh, was one. I won't mention a celebrity. Nah, we're going to do this. No, 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 screw this. No, you're going to, I want to know the nicest one and the not nicest one you met. The nicest one I would say would be either uh, Dave Chappelle or Big Sean. Mm. And, uh, you know, good, good tippers. Yeah. You know, and really. Chappelle seems like a good dude. Really considered. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dave Chappelle loves Austin too. So, you know, uh, so yeah, you know, uh, Good, good guys. Uh, Ed McMahon, I didn't meet him, you know, when my dad was driving. He he met him, and he loved him to death. Mm-hmm. Um, and he met Govachoff, too, and he liked him. Oh, wow. Um, and I forget where. He he was on some detail. and Anyway, so um, bad ones. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's one that I... Just say it, David. <laughs> well... So, okay, in all fairness, it wasn't him that it was his ride, but it wasn't actually him. And uh, uh, it was his assistant that rubbed me wrong. So uh, this the stretch was supposed to pick him up at the uh, at the airport and the stretch has to sit in a staging area. Mm. And uh, so 
he, he was supposed to get picked up and his assistant called the office and says, Hey, where's this limousine? And I said, okay, well, we were supposed to be notified so we can get the stretch out of the, out of the uh, staging area to come and actually pick. It can't sit there. None of the cars can just sit there. Yeah. And uh, he says, do you know who this is? Do you know who this is? And I was <laughs> like, yeah, I do. And he says, well, who the heck are you supposed to be? And I said, well, no man that owns the car that's not coming to pick you up anymore. Oh, <laughs> shoot. So who was it? Uh, man. <laughs> the chances that he, whoever this is is going to listen to okay, us. Okay, so I don't. It's, I don't remember. You're going to have to tell me who it is. He was. It was. It was one of the Run DMC guys. And well, one of them's dead. So you got a fifty percent chance of somebody not being pissed so, off. Well, so had, was it the rev? Reality, was had, it the Reverend? Yes, Reverend. Reverend. Oh, oh, he's still alive. You're yeah, fucked. Yes, Reverend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know he's still alive. He has a reality show, or he did, right? Reverend. Yeah, Reverend. Yep. Yeah, so it, it wasn't him. It was his assistant that hacked me off. All right, then you didn't answer my question. Well, none of them really, because I didn't, I didn't do the driving most ah, of the time. true. Mm-hmm. So none of them really rubbed me the wrong way. You know, uh, I had drivers that I wouldn't, I didn't like, I didn't like driving. So I just ran it. Yeah. But I did. I'm, oh man, I forget who this was. But one of the celebrities said they wanted in the stretch. They wanted M and M's, Wall Street Journal. And something else. Well, you had to go get all that stuff special. Wall Street oh. Journal, M&M's. M&M's and, and something else. Mimosas or something. Champagne or something like that. Anyway, but they wanted all the red M&M's picked out. They didn't want any red M&M's. And you I know would, why they do that? Why? Because of the to dye? Make, no, to make sure you're paying attention to their, to their, to their wants and needs. Yeah. Really? No. Yeah. Oh, it happens all the time. I'm just... I'm it happens just, all the time with concert riders with... Uh, with contracts you get for for artists that are that are coming, you know, that mm-hmm. are coming to your venues. Mm-hmm. We used to deal with it all the time at a small uh, country music venue that I worked mm. at in Ohio. I'm just not in, I'm not an ass kisser about that. <laughs> well, they yeah. they would they would put we'll certain things in it, um, just to make sure you were reading through the contract mm. to pay attention to it. Got but, it. You know, and then there were certain ones like you know you'd have somebody say I want a bottle of Jack Daniels Black. And then you're like, oh, fuck, they're going to hardly be able to go on the show. <laughs> yeah. And, I've, and it, it's happened, man. I, it's like we, we had to help Vern Gosden walk down the steps and go to the stage. I had to mm. sit him down at his piano. I played for two hours. Sounded great. We had to get out walking back up the steps again. Oh. Yeah. 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 Wow. And see, that's what I didn't want. All that special treatment. Yeah. Mm. Walking them out of the car. And, and they, they fool around and yak in the car. Yeah, it's like why'd man. you end that business uber oh yeah when uber came to town most of my revenue was airport runs yeah oh. you know most of it was businessmen and women just going to the airport I just need to get to the airport well you should have loved austin mm. for a while because austin outlawed uber for about a year and a half yes exactly Did and they? I, I sold my company before they got legal <laughs> yeah so austin and they'll never admit that this is why but they um have quite the industry there with DUIs mm-hmm. and when Uber came to town their DUI revenue down. took a nosedive yeah that's a big college town too yeah UT, yeah. UT yeah. right yeah and so um, yeah so that, that everybody fought like hell for like a year and a half and finally got it yeah to where Uber came back and you know their revenue had went way back up and as soon as Uber hit again it went way back down but that's that's been the case anywhere 
where there's you know pretty readily available Uber or Lyft and that now is well, Vegas DUIs are greatly dropped. Yeah, Vegas fought it for a long time too, and they had to they had to come around, likely for the same reasons. But, yeah, they'll never admit that. But yeah, yeah. So I got out just in time because the value of the company was going to plummet anyway. Yeah, you know, and uh, and I only had one stretch. So you know, when people are, oh well, you can do proms and sweet sixteens, and I, I got mm. one stretch. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah, I got out of that, and uh, I ventured into a few other things, but um, National Business Connections, yeah, and uh, so you know, business networking. Mm-hmm. What entrepreneur doesn't have a need to to network? So um, put that well, together. But not gonna yeah. lie, you changed you changed my um, you kind of changed my the way I viewed masterminding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really, kind of looked at that a different way, and. Um, what was the, is it Napoleon Hill? Hill. Hill. What yeah. was it? Think, think and Grow Rich. Think and Grow Rich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When um, I was in, of course, he's the one that termed, they coined the term mastermind. And yeah. He, was Think and Grow Rich the one he wrote about, um, about uh, Henry Ford and Thomas yes. Edison? And that's yes. where he, he, he coined the term mastermind in that mm-hmm. book. I was up in um, Greenville, South Carolina a couple weekends ago. Uh, my mother-in-law um married um she's she's been a widow for about 12 years and she married a guy that she met when she was in middle school wow. and um his wife had passed away about a year and a half ago and they kind of reconnected and I went up and did the wedding and we um we just did a small wedding immediate family and that we did it downtown greenville beautiful town down by the river and the waterfalls and that and we went down to do this. We're going to take some pictures by the by the river. And there was this young black girl had a little blanket spread out. She was reading reading a book, and she was reading that book. Hmm. And uh, walked by, and I said, "Hey, I'm going to tell you that's uh, that's a good choice. It's that's a great a good book. book. Yeah." Mm-hmm. And uh, she goes, "Yeah." She goes, "A lot of people don't understand why I'd write a, read a book that was what was from, written in the '30s." Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she goes, "It's great." She goes, "I get tons of great ideas from this book." Mm-hmm. But um, you have to read it more than once, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Nah, it's one of those, and uh, you can sometimes find it for free now um, mm-hmm. on some of the on some of the you know get download them onto eBooks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got a copy of it, I think, through Kindle and a copy through through uh, iTunes and another Chirp. I think they all were doing them free for a while. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of look look at Mastermind a little different way, but it's such an mm-hmm. important part of a small business is, is learning how to have other people around you that can help with best practices and yeah. Help yeah. just kind of jog that, that good thought ideas. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what people uh, realize after a good period of time is that it doesn't matter what background or where you are in business, how old you are or whatever, you have something to offer. Mm-hmm. And uh, even the person that's been in business for years and years can talk to the person that has just started their business and learn something. And a lot of people don't want to realize that, mm-hmm. you know, some people feel like they need, that they know it all. Uh, some people feel like that they have no, nothing to teach, nothing to offer. Yeah. Um, yeah. but everybody does. Everybody does. And why wouldn't you help somebody if you had the opportunity and why wouldn't you seek out help? from someone that does have something to offer. So yep. that's what the whole concept is. And a lot of the, uh, the networking opportunities that you have are so, so take, 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 and you know, little 
little offering from the actual members. Um, it's always somebody at the top that feels like that they have the magic formula. And, mm-hmm. yeah. and, you know, it's just, I don't network in that fashion. No. So, and I had to learn that. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. What's going on down in Austin? Anything good these days? Uh, the football team now. Texas? Yeah, they came to an end last No, week. let's not talk about that. <laughs> I still want Georgia. I still want to see Georgia playing mm. the Longhorns. I just mm. want to see Georgia play somebody. Why? You think they're at the top for nothing? They haven't played anybody this year. Kentucky was the best team they've played so far this year. They've well, played like three. They've played like three, like, I think two Division two and one, like, small Division one this year. Is that Part the of that one was in because, Athens? Yeah, that's the one in Athens. So I'm waiting for them to play somebody. I want to see how well, good they are. Know, now they did play. They played Kentucky pretty good, and Kentucky was undefeated. But I want to. I want to see them. Well, let's see them play the Longhorns. Now, if the Longhorns come to the game and actually bring their offense and defense, then they will have a chance to be in the bowl game uh, against Georgia. But I, I would love to see that. Uh, you know, it was projected Michigan would play them, and uh, I'd be kind of. That'd be kind of well. We, well, we played Georgia in, in the bowl game before. You remember that one? No, I don't remember that. Yeah, you should not remember it because uh, you, know, you were not the victor. <laughs> well, first of all, first of all, look at me. Look at me. <laughs> look, <laughs> look at me. Struck a nerve. Let's go. I, I don't like Georgia. <laughs> you don't root for Georgia? Hell no. Why not? My daughter goes there, and I don't root for him. Oh, and, get out! Really? No. We, my wife and I. Um, Let's see. He votes for like. Ohio, something. Ohio State, yeah. But um, my wife's <laughs> stepfather, who passed away like twelve, thirteen years ago, he he was a big Georgia Tech fan, I drink and uh, and her stepbrothers went to Georgia Tech, uh-huh. oh. and so we had season tickets to Georgia Tech for years. My grandfather went there, and as a matter of fact, I got a little mini pack this year just because I wanted to go to the Georgia Georgia Tech game with my daughter. Hmm. But um, and then we're going to we're going to Ireland in August of next year to see Georgia Tech play at Florida State. So, do you root for the Atlanta Falcons? Yeah, yeah. Oh, how you like your running back? Our running back, which one? <laughs> Bijan. Bijan. Yeah, we've actually the running game has not been horrible this year. I know because he came from uh, from Texas. Texas. Yeah, from <laughs> Texas. There ain't nothing Texas. in Texas but what? <laughs> <laughs> but what? Somebody tell her. <laughs> oh my God! All right. So, remember how we said some things will offend people, and you know, I got a gay kid too. But there, it was the old saying. What was it from? Um, it was there was a, one of the one of the like Vietnam movies. Ain't nothing from Texas but st- steers and queers, boy. And I don't see no horns. It, what movie was uh. that? Was it Full Metal Jacket? I think I feel like it was in Full Metal Jacket, but I don't know if that was where it originated. Yeah, but it was ain't nothing in Texas but steers and yeah. gears, boy, and I don't um, see no. It horns. was Full Metal Jacket. It was. So it was the Arlie Ermy barking at yeah. it, maybe. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm going to have to go look at this later. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What it, yeah. I'm sure somebody will send an email to Whiskey After Work Podcast right. at gmail dot com. <laughs> <laughs> let us know what movie was it from, and let us know. But uh, well, you know, I don't totally disagree with. Uh, you know, uh, your choice of teams because, you know, being from Texas, everybody's like, oh, America's team, the Cowboys. I'm not a Cowboys fan. Nah. 
Yeah, I mean, people always say, oh, the Cowboys. I'm not a Cowboys fan. I'm a Houston Texans fan. And, by the way, we're enjoying our quarterback. Yeah, and the, and the Cowboys for <laughs> quite a few years enjoyed their running back. And the University of Texas right now is enjoying their quarterback who came from Ohio State. That's right. <laughs> he transferred mm-hmm. from so, Ohio State. There you go. No. Thank you. So what are you doing here this weekend? Uh, well, I came uh, to uh, socialize. <laughs> yeah. So the business networking, as I, I mentioned, all that stuff, um, it, uh, if you're doing it right, you're going you're gonna to win friends. Yeah, yes. you're going to build strong relationships. And so um, sometimes, you know, people ask me, are you going for business or pleasure? Yeah. A little bit of both. Yeah. A little bit of both. Um, and he missed it, me, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Always, always miss Melissa. So, yeah. Uh, and, you know, and, and we may be starting a brain train. Yes. So might be bringing that to, to Austin. Yeah. Miranda? Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. The, the, you certainly life. in football. As we get back to football, no, this you, is not you, turned into you a certainly sports podcast. Outkicked your coverage. <laughs> Miranda's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yep. We're gonna go to Oktoberfest this weekend. You want to go, Doug? When is it? Is it Sunday? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow and Sunday. Yeah, we might come over. Um, yeah. Brandy had said something about it. We might come over tomorrow. We've got dinner plans tomorrow night, but mm-hmm. tomorrow afternoon we might do that. The place yeah. is going to be crazy. I know. I'm trying hope to figure out when. I hope For those who don't either. know, there's this great little two-day festival in on the square of Marietta, Georgia. It's called Choctoberfest, and they shut down the streets um, all around the square, and these incredible artists come yes. in and, and do Serious. the most intricate <laughs> and beautiful chalk drawings. Like, spent yeah. hours and hours and hours and they're so beautiful and then they're gone in like two days yeah yeah wow. lots of vendors and good food yeah it's a good time it's a good festival yeah but right. it's busy oh man it's a busy festival yeah, yeah that's gonna be something to see it'll be fun yeah nah, i can probably talk my wife into doing that i'll get in touch with you guys yeah. come over and meet up yeah. yeah i don't think you've not met my wife i have yeah. you have yeah at the at the diner wine tasting. Oh, the diner. Oh, we that's right. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, wasn't yeah. feeling so hot though. No, yeah. she wasn't. Yeah, she's yeah. feeling much better now. She, for the most part, she is. It's a lot. She's the quality of life is much better. You know, she had a uh, a spinal cord stimulator implanted in her back. Oof. Man, it's got to be. So, I know. The process. Oh, it's yeah. So it's 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 definitely helped. Quality of life has definitely improved. Yeah. But so yeah, I think we can do that. This kicked in. Talk to her fast. No, I started drinking this instead. It's too spicy. For those who aren't watching, she just quit drinking whiskey and started drinking Togo Chico hard seltzers. <laughs> yeah. Yum, yum. It's got a little less of a kick. Do you, do you have a little kick from it? Oh, I'm just enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I've, the last few weeks, I've been building up my dollar. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I do, you know, my my wife is not a straight liquor drinker. She'll drink, she likes cocktails and things mm-hmm. like that, but... We went to her 30th class reunion. Sorry, honey, I just told your age. Um, we went to her 30th class reunion um, in Ohio last weekend. And I knew we were in trouble. It was raining Friday night. We went to a football game, and it was raining. And I pulled a plastic flask of Evan Williams mm-hmm. out. And her best friend was sitting in the backseat of the car, and I handed it to her because I knew she'd take a slug off of it. Mm-hmm. And, and my, my wife's like, give me that. And then oh. she took a slug, and then... We went in the game. We stayed, I don't know. We were there like into the second quarter. The, the, her home, her hometown team was up four touchdowns at that point. 
and it was pouring down and like, let's leave. So we go, we get, her stepbrother has a bar and mm. an old train station up there. And so let's it's just gone. go over to the rail. And uh, she gets in the car and she gets in the center console and pulls that damn bottle out and starts drinking out of it again. Oh, like, shoot. Oh, my it's God. It's going to be that kind of night. that kind of night. Fun. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we got we got into her 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 stepbrother's bar and I'll give it a shout out because this place is incredible. It's a, um, it's about a 150 year old, might even be a little bit older than that. It's an old train station, an old wooden train station. Oh, wow. oh that sounds and cool. And they turned it into a barbecue and, and bar saloon. It's called the third rail saloon. It's in Bryan, Ohio. If you ever get hmm. up in Northwest Ohio, up around Toledo, check it out. Place is really, really cool. Hell of a, of, of whiskey selection. Um, he had a bottle, of, a couple of bottles of Sazerac Rye sitting up there, and we got into the Manhattans. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm texted him Sunday morning, or I'm sorry, yeah, Saturday morning, and said, "Hey, I need to bring some more sweet vermouth over there today." He goes, "No, no, I got you." Yeah. And I said, well, "We're going to empty that one tonight too," oh, and we shoot. did. So two nights in a row of, of just sitting over there, Whew. yeah, pounding cocktails and yeah, why not? Why not? I mean, that sounds uh, sounds great. Yeah, liver de- detox. What? Yeah. Liver detox. Liver detox. Yeah, yeah, but then I'm going to San Diego next week, and I'm going to be with Thane. You know, oh, that's the end beer. of that. Yeah. I haven't even met that guy, and I know about You it. already know, yeah. Jeez yeah. so. Louise. Man, I'm glad I got a podcast then, because she's leaving again. I know, nine yeah. days. You're going to have to. Are you shitting me? I'm going to San Diego. I'll be here next week. Yeah. When are you going to San Diego? 21st through the 30th. So you better get something in the hopper, huh? Yeah, or I don't have, know. Have, have a guest host. We got a good one coming. No. We got a good one coming up, and I don't know when we're going to get It'll it done, in. but it's going to be soon. The guy I have the whiskey tastings at his house. Um, he owns um, he owns a company that um, he has two helicopters, and then they have four hangers. They work on helicopters too, and they fly power lines for uh, Southern Company and Georgia Power and Alabama Power. Oh wow! To look for obstructions on the lines, and uh, think. We're going to do a podcast from a helicopter. That wow. would be real yeah. cool. Wow. And Melissa, yeah. Melissa is You're gonna do that. nervous as hell. I'm so excited. You ought to do it for the nine days that she's gone. I'm fine with that. <laughs> you come oh, back now, and do if it. If she's fine with that, and then she absolutely has to be here when, yeah. you, when you do it. No, yeah. she's, she's nervous about it. I am this nervous. One. I like Mark's, planes, Mark's, not helicopters. Mark's the best of the best, and uh, I trust him implicitly. Okay. Well, that'll be so, fun. Well, you can trust him, but you have to make sure that he likes you a lot. Because he might get you up there and open a door. And oh, my God. Don't say that. <laughs> so we, oh, my God. We really threw this podcast oh together God. at the last minute, so I didn't have a chance to prep you for any of this. But I usually like to wrap up mm-hmm. at, with any guests talking about any charities that you might be involved in. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Although I like to help out on a lot of things, uh, that's what I encourage people to do. So I don't. Um, I'm I'm busy enough to where I'm not involved. Uh, you know, sweat equity and and was there any is there any cause that you like to donate to? So I donate regular to uh, children's advocacy. Mm-hmm. So um, mental health and, and so on for the kids are important. Uh, so I donate monthly. What my company does monthly. Um, so that's one of my favorites mm-hmm. because uh, I don't know who's going to take care of all of us in our old age. We're not doing a very good job. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Ourselves. Maybe we won't make it to be that old to be worried about it, you know. We will. But yeah, that and, um, uh, you know, coming out of the medical field, uh, I'd like to take care of the elderly. So, you know, Meals on Wheels is uh, one of them. I've actually that's a volu- great. That's a great organization. Yeah, I've actually volunteered in, 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 in uh, the meal prepping and delivery of the of the meals and so on. And it's and again, that's something rewarding when you deliver the meals and and they're looking forward to that. Oh, and it's meals. amazing too the amount of elderly people that otherwise that's that's like the only like real yeah. meal that mm. they get. Well, that Sheesh. but they they really enjoy the company because a lot of people mm. they you know they just don't have the time to come visit them anymore, or they don't yeah. have family that does. Yeah, yeah. Or, or family that's moved away and everything. So it's mm. such a pleasure for them to receive a hot meal and have that company if only for you know 10 15 minutes yeah. yeah and so uh i love that i love it and uh, uh i think we should pay more attention to our elderly yeah that have given so much lived a long life but many of them are veterans you yeah. know so uh those are two of the favorites yeah those are good well i'm working after we get everything finished here i'm putting together a travel studio it'll probably only be a two mic setup Mm -hmm. but um we can figure out how to make it work yeah um and maybe we can get out to austin and do a remote or ian might let does he have a studio or does he have a setup we we have well you're not gonna you're not gonna believe our setup i i can't mention what we have but uh it's pretty cool Mm -hmm. and uh it is a mobile setup uh, but I, I mean, I would mention it if, cause Ian and I are business part, partners on it. So, uh, I wouldn't want to mention it with, yeah. with him not telling me that I could, but it's pretty cool. I'd be excited to show it. So we you. don't need to bring it. We don't need, right. to, don't need to bring a thing. Oh, perfect. Hands on anything. Standing. And then, All right. And Austin then, and, in the new year. Oh, Doug and Austin, man. I'll take you to every speakeasy there is. We met, um, last time we were in Austin, we met some cool guys and we went by his, he's a hat maker. Oh Yeah. Have you, he well, is so cool. He's somebody you would so he, love to. Okay, so David does not actually live in Austin. He lives in this little town called Hutto. Correct. Round Rock. Round Rock. Hutto. Right next to Hutto. Because we found, we figured this out. It's right, it's right there. You, you go across the street. You weren't there, there, Melissa. Is that where we met the guy? You weren't in, there, Melissa. Were we in Hutto? Yeah, he's in Hutto. He's in downtown. Yeah. yeah. You weren't there, Melissa, because you're a loser. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we were. You put the L on your forehead and yeah. everything. So that's done. We were, uh, I think we were having a sober discussion, like hungover morning <laughs> in, in Nashville, Tennessee from oh. one very, oh. Oh, one very good night. That out. was that a very good, good night. night very good night. And uh, we were very proud of ourselves. And Miranda, David's <laughs> awesome wife was talking to me about well, what she does. I'm just putting my wife in <laughs> She's, She's awesome. And she was talking to me about what she does for a living. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. I said, you know, I, I, my cousin is a PA and he's in the same cardiology thing out there. Mm-hmm. We start talking. Turns out they knew each other, like, in passing. They knew who each other was. Oh, yeah. But then I find out that my cousin lives, like, less than a mile from yeah, me. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right right there. Yeah, like so right you down know, the street. So you know where where my house to the hat place is, right? Yeah. So halfway to the hat place, if we stopped, that's probably where his cousin was. Wow. Yeah. So really that's close. so close. I think he's getting ready to move to New York. Yeah. He's going to go back to where oh. the family's at. Yeah. But oh. well, if he's, why, if he's uh, renting his house, let me know. 
<laughs> he is. So well, anyhow, we'll, yeah, work. So we, we'll go out there. We probably need to wrap this up. Yes. We've been at it for a for while. We need to continue this uh, discussion in Austin. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, glad we finally got you here and yeah. got you on. Glad you're the first guest in the studio. That, in that our makes me, second that makes season. Me, that makes me happy. Um, so, um, hey, uh, I still got a bottle of Blanton's that I'd love to give away. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had a pretty good break, so we're going to kind of relaunch everything. Yeah. So I'll figure out how to redo this contest, and I'll put the Blanton's up for a contest. Um, I'll figure Maybe out we do some kind of social media contest, like we, whoever. Yeah, we might. We're we're going to figure something out. But I'm going to I'm going to give a bottle of Blanton's away. Um, again, if you want to reach out to us with ideas for a show, questions, um, corrections, want to be a guest, whatever. Yeah, if you got a good guest, um, you can reach out to me at Whiskey After Work Podcast at uh, Gmail dot com. I'll get back to you quick. Um, I had a few people email me here the last few weeks going, hey, when do we get a new episode? Oh, Kinda missing you. Oh, that's pretty nice. cool. Yeah, and, uh, and I was laughing. I got a text from my cousin this morning in Ohio, and he, he said, hey, whatever that, he must have been listening to the episode with my daughter. Mm-hmm. And he goes, whatever that stuff was from Chicago, you really fucking hated that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that, that was not whiskey. So that was bad. gross. It was disgusting. Oh, so gross. But um, anyhow, so um, with that, um, you know, cheers. Cheers. And, cheers. Uh, I, I can yeah. almost hear. Make a clink. I think you got a glass still done. Somebody <laughs> clink one. Thank you. <laughs> here, yeah, I'll clink I'll my clink glass. Over here. I got to fill that thing back. Um, hey, I'm glad we're back. Uh-huh. Uh, keep an eye out because the, the studios will keep looking a little bit different. The yeah. wolves will be returning no matter what. Yes. And uh, if we have to go yes, there, yeah, even if we have to get new wolves to uh-huh. go behind Lieutenant Dan, there will be new, there will be wolves. There will be wolves. All the furs is going to have names. We yeah. could call this the wolf's den. Oh, if we get it back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah whiskey after wolves. Yeah. Wolves after whiskey. Wolves after whiskey. Yeah. Oh, I like coming that. to you from the Whoa. Drunken Wolf Studio. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there Perfect. it is. Yeah, there the it Drunken is. Wolf Studio is done. Everybody he agrees. Accidentally, he accidentally has good ideas. That's well, what thanks for thanks for having whiskey. Hey, thanks, yes. thanks for yeah, being I'd on. Like to, and, uh, it's fun to be on the first one here. So until uh, next time. Yeah. Stay we'll classy. Stay classy, San Diego. <laughs>